And welcome back, folks, to the movies. One quarter portion. Of the show. Yes, I'm, I'm, we're, we're doing a twist. We're twisting on you. We're just, we are doing a, um, Schadenfreude, buddy. The old switcheroo, they call it. The old switcheroo. Pull, pull the old switcheroo on you. Uh, but it is true, isn't it, Nick? Isn't it true that this week will be more video games than movies and TV shows? Sure is. And and why is that, Ben? Well, folks, we just got done with E3, the Electronics Entertainment Expo, and uh, they came with a lot of good stuff. Surprisingly, this year. Yeah, there was a a few different panels that we watched last weekend uh, i watched the square enix panel and the microsoft panel on saturday last weekend and i was pretty entertained throughout throughout the entire endeavor yeah so there was a lot of good stuff there's a lot to talk about but it's gonna be fun it's gonna be it's just gonna, we're just gonna be goofing that's true that's uh that's really all we do and we don't really know what's going on either we don't most of the time we don't we're lucky we're still alive to be honest with you Quite frankly, I might not be. I mean, it is it is pretty easy to put food in your mouth, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I might be a drauger. A little too easy, and Nick might be a drauger. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> you got me. That sounded just like Skyrim. <laughs> oh, we're, hey, speaking of... Oh, God. Speaking of Skyrim, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about Bethesda stuff. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. All right, but let, we're not gonna start with that. We're gonna uh, we're gonna end with that. We're gonna end with that. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything this past week, Nick? I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. I didn't watch a lot of new stuff this week. I've just been watching Doctor Who reruns from the Matt Smith era, and uh, that's pretty much it. Sometimes, sometimes I watched. Uh, some new Star Wars cartoons or whatever, but that and Loki. Loki, I enjoyed the new episode of Loki. I also enjoyed that new episode of Loki. Man, I'm I'm digging it. I really like it uh, so much so that we are making costumes from the show. It is true. We're gonna make some TVA jumpsuits for the Marriott because that's where it takes place. It's gonna be great, and they're gonna be nice and comfy costumes too, which is really nice, isn't it? Yeah. My initial impression was that we were just going to acquire jumpsuits. I don't know how to make jumpsuits out of nothing, so this has become slightly more difficult for me. But I'll, I'll figure something out. Yeah, I think uh, our friend Missy was talking about maybe uh, sewing two pieces of uh, scrubs together. So beige scrubs, you just sew them together. That is what it looks like uh, upon closer inspection of the show. It does look like that, so... I actually bought some fabric, uh, but I will be doing the iron-on vinyl. Be cutting that out on my my uh, maker, my Cricut maker, and uh, bringing it up there. Because, I, guys, I'm making the pilgrimage to Wisconsin. That's right. Ben's going to be here in three weeks. And you know what? We should record the show live. I think so. Okay. Well, we'll do it then. Uh, so, guys, the, the, the audio quality, wow, it's going to be so consistent next, well, not next week, but a couple weeks from now. It's going to be so easy to edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it will be easy to edit, that's for sure. Uh, all right, so I so you know, I watched Loki, but I also finished Mosquito Coast, uh, season one. And um, this is kind of like a non-spoiler, but you do not find out why they're on the run in season one. 
Oh, so they're going to keep it going. I thought it was a mini series. Uh, well, maybe they, maybe that is, maybe it, it's listed as season one. Okay. So that's why I thought, okay, they're making more of this. And plus they, you, they don't resolve. Like you don't, you never get the answer why they're running. Anyway, you can probably skip this. Fair enough. I am going to get that Apple TV, but we'll discuss that a little more later. And also I just want to point out there, there was a trailer blazers Easter egg in the, uh, episode two of Loki. If you are an eagle eye viewer, you may have noticed that the show starts in Wisconsin, specifically Oshkosh, Wisconsin, where I went to school, and ends in Alabama. So that is a specific Trailer Blazers Easter egg that they put in Loki, because they're such fans of the podcast. We will be signing autographs at Dragon Con uh, and elsewhere in Wisconsin in a few weeks, so uh, guys were famous. Uh, Just letting you know. Yep. So that's our mascot episode. That's our mascot episode. Uh, oh, one other thing I watched. Uh, I watched Noah, the Darren Aronofsky Noah with Aaron. With Russell Crowe and Emma Watson? Yes, indeed. And I, I love that movie. I haven't seen it. It is visually really good. And it has some fun ideas in it. And I just really like it. I, I will say, though, having watched it again recently... Um, the first half of that movie is is more is better than the second half, I would say. That can be said of several Aronofsky movies. Oh, really? Yeah, like I like the the first half of The Fountain better than the second half too. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So that's all. I, that's all we done watched. Uh, let's talk about some new news. Dumb Dudes News. We're a little light on the new news this week, but we have a really weird bit of news here. Uh, if you might remember from two weeks ago, was it? Or last week? It was last week? We did the Greenland spoiler cast. Uh, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks you ago. Edited, we did, didn't you edit it? I, I don't know. <laughs> it was three weeks ago. Ben edited it. <laughs> we did the Greenland spoiler cast. And this week we got some news that they're, they've greenlit a sequel to Greenland. So they greenlit Greenland 2. It's going to be called Greenland Migration. This, this movie already makes me tired because <laughs> uh, it's just going to be a lot of like rebuilding, I guess. Yeah, rebuilding and traveling. Probably is going to be some uh, raiders and whatnot and some... I hope they don't uh, like blow it into an action franchise. Like I hope it sort of stays grounded like the first one. You know, you know what this makes me think of, Nick? This makes me think of it's going to look just like The Road. Yeah, probably, but I don't think it'll have the Cormac McCarthy darkness of The Road. No, nah, it won't, but the world will be that ash-laden world it seems to me. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I'll watch it for sure, because uh, I, I like that Greenland. Yeah, after that first one, I'll watch yeah. this one. I'll tune in. Uh, second piece of news we got here is that Assassin's Creed... I didn't even know this is was in development, but Assassin's Creed is getting a series on Netflix, and they have uh, given it a writer. Yeah, I didn't know that we're making this either. I don't really follow Assassin's Creed, though. I, I don't like the games, so I sort of... It's sort of always not really on my radar 
But uh, a series maybe could have some cool aesthetics to it, I suppose. Yeah. So the the writer that they've got here is um, a guy who, uh, his name is Jeb Stewart, and he wrote, uh, or he... He worked on films like The Fugitive, Another 48 Hours, Just Cause, and he worked on The Liberator, which is that uh, like rotoscoped uh, Netflix war oh, show, which yeah. is good. I, I liked it. Uh, he also created Vikings Valhalla for Netflix, which um, it hasn't even come out yet. So he's getting some work. Um, is it The Fugitive, the movie, or is it The Fugitive that they were going to make a series of? It says films like The Fugitive. Okay. Yeah, probably oh, he the oh he co listen to this. He co-wrote the original Die Hard movie in 1988. Oh, okay. Well, that guy's got some chops, I guess. Yeah. So I actually I'm I'm I like Assassin's Creed. Um, I don't like all of them. Uh, I like some of them. I like Assassin's Creed Two and Assassin's Creed Odyssey are my faves, hands down. Those two are the best, I think. So I'm interested to see a true to form uh, series. I'll I'll definitely tune in day one for that. When they they made that Assassin's Creed movie with uh, uh, Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, and it, I totally forgot it existed. And I saw it the other day on something, and it blew my mind. I was like, "What is? When did this happen? I totally forgot it. It completely erased from my mind. I never saw it, but like I forgot it existed." Um, even if you saw it, you won't be able to remember it. I remember <laughs> like literally two scenes from that movie, and I do not remember anything else about it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all the news that we've got, and uh, we have a really quick uh, the questions towns. The Quash Tunes tomes. Yeah, this one is built from the rumor that they have cast Namor in Black Panther two. And uh, this is not not us saying we don't like the casting of that guy. Uh, no. This is just speculation here because it's not confirmed, and and this is something we've been wondering about for years. So, if yeah. don't take it as we don't like that guy because we 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 don't know. I I'm excited to see. Yeah, I, I exactly. Uh, it's fun to speculate. So let's speculate a little bit. Um, but this is really just uh, who you would want to cast as Namor. That's the question. Yeah. So. Personally, I I before they had done any casting or anything, and I was trying to think who would be cool as Namor. I kind of wanted to see Donnie Yen do it. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. Um, would you want him to do like hand to hand combat stuff? Yeah, I want to see him be real fighty. I want to see Namor be like very like very physical as a fighter. And okay, they, I feel like Donnie Yen could make up some style for like Atlantean fighting that would be new and cool. He's just cool and I wanted him in the MCU. That that would be good. he does belong in the MCU at some point somewhere, doesn't he? Yeah, we need to get him in there. We do. So, I chose Hiroyuki Sanada. And so he's kind of a a hot ticket right now. You will know him as Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat movie. You'll know him as the really rich guy that is bankrolling the endeavor of Army of the Dead, the new Army of the Dead. So he's he's getting some credits here and there. I just I just really like him. I think he's a, a good looking guy, a good actor. 
dynamic. Uh, he's got some range. Um, he's got some gravitas, which is you need for Namor. It just think, occurred to me that we both picked Asian actors to play Namor. Oh, we sure did. We sure did, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, gosh, Namor could... I mean, Namor could be... He could be anything. Like, Yeah, he could, I mean, he's Atlantean. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what uh, nationality or race he is. But, uh, yeah. So I think both of our picks are fun. But but who would you choose? Write into us. Let us know who you'd uh, cast as Namor. Who would be fun? Yeah, I want to hear some Namor ideas. Yes, let us know. Okay, so then that brings us to the new new. New new. New new new. New new. Trailers, folks, we have an Adele 19. Yeah, this is the the quarter portion, so there's not a full dizine. There's not, but we we have some some interesting stuff to talk about here. And uh, you put this one first on the list. We're going to lead off with this. And th- I, this is one of the best ones. So we're starting off strong here. Yep. It is a trailer for the Apple Pl- Apple TV Plus show Invasion. Yeah, so this is an alien invasion show told through different perspectives around the world. Uh, the trailer sort of has an arrival type vibe. Yeah. Which is really cool. Also, Sam Neill's in it. Which, okay, first of all... You got me right off the bat with Sam Neill. Like I'm sold. I don't. I don't know a lot of other people in the cast, but I don't need to because Sam Neill is in it. So yeah, yes to Sam Neill. Let's just let's just acknowledge that. Um, I went into this ready to write it off before I even clicked play. I was like, oh, you know, another little alien invasion show. There's been some garbage ones over the years that have you know that I, you wish you could get your time back on mm-hmm. but as i started to watch it there was a shot in the middle of this trailer where it's a video feed of like a space station and it like looks like somebody shoots a cannon through it yep and it made my jaw drop it looks real i don't know how they filmed it it looks real and from there it just ramps up buddy and it looks unbelievable the lighting in this is is very. It looks like all natural lighting. It looks like a Ron yes. Howard movie. Yes, you're exactly right. Yes. Uh, so and and but now that I think about it, Arrival was kind of that way too. Kind of that overcast lighting. Yeah, it looks it looks like Arrival, which is one of the best science fiction movies of all time. Yeah, uh, I am super excited about this man. Mm-hmm. This is the thing where I was like, I was like, okay, I need to get. Apple TV sooner than later because <laughs> they have more stuff on Apple TV. Like I have Netflix. There's more stuff on Apple TV I want to watch than is on Netflix. Yeah, this is the time where you cancel one thing and and uh, start up another. Uh, I'm gonna. Search. I think I'm gonna cancel Netflix after Godzilla Singular Point comes out at the end of June. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And you, you can always start it back up. Who cares? Right. So we are definitely gonna watch this. Cannot. I actually can't wait for this. Do you, do you remember when it's coming out? Season one, episode one comes out October twenty second. That's it. Twenty twenty one. I was just about to say. I think it's October. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, v- look, very much looking forward to this. Yes. Gotta wait though. All right. Trailer number two here is. Uh, oh, we got a full trailer for Gunpowder Milkshake. I know you're into this. Yeah. This is the Karen Gillan, Lena Headey uh, action movie that is coming to Netflix. And this trailer to me looks like this is a higher weight class than Netflix <laughs> can afford. <laughs> So, like it looks way better than than uh 
most Netflix things. And it's coming out July 14th, so I guess I'm not canceling Netflix until after Gunpowder Milkshake comes out. <laughs> it uh, it does look like a feature film that you'd see in the theater, for sure. There's a, a very funny line in this where Karen Gillan's doing like her, her Nebula action hero voice, and she says, It's just a scratch. I can get infected. Worms will get in there and lay eggs, and then they'll have to cut your arm off. That's what they teach you in school these days? <laughs> uh it is uh it's good that little girl looks like she she's gonna be good i think yeah i think she's gonna be funny and then the action's gonna be good so i just i'm pretty excited about this movie there is a dedicated shot in this trailer of the pop-up headlights on that porsche Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm trying to think like no cars these days have pop-up headlights so if like a gen a gen z person or a zoomer or whatever you call them these days when they see that, that's going to be like a novel thing. They're like, the headlights just popped up on that car. Cars don't do anything fun anymore, you know? Those old-timey cars are so cool looking. My car is just I, a, like a, a Subaru. <laughs> Bring straight lines back in cars, man. That's what we need. Straight yeah. lines. And pop-up headlights. I don't care if it's not the most aerodynamic thing of all time. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> no. You, you, you ever seen a Cybertruck? Yeah, I want one of those. Yeah, not aerodynamic either. Straight lines. Ridiculous looking. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, so next up, uh, the the trailer that we've got here is, oh, we have the opening title sequence for Chippendale Park Life. This is the new animated show on Disney Plus coming out. Yeah, it's just Chippendale. The description is the lovable chipmunk troublemakers in a nonverbal classic style comedy following the ups and downs of two little creatures living life in the big city. So this is a retro sort of throwback cartoon uh chip and dale gonna be on disney plus yep i like the animation style i know you do too it's 2d yes i like it i i find it enjoyable i like non-verbal comedy i i'll probably check this out it's probably just like a short fun cartoon uh it does make me want new rescue rangers because i i saw chip and dale and i was like oh give me some new rescue rangers because they they teased it in the ducktales reboot uh if they do rescue rangers uh, how, how could I how could I get today the voices there for the uh I don't know I don't know they didn't talk in uh DuckTales because you know only if 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 other people hear them they just squeak so in Re- in DuckTales they didn't talk yeah, the rescue rangers down under that's the one I'm thinking of the one You're thinking the of yeah the rescuers down under that's different oh uh, no oh that's oh that is different I'm just thinking of rodents, you know. Yeah. All I can think about is they're, they're, uh, that's the connection in my mind. The rescue. Oh, it's called the rescuers. Yeah, that's uh, Eva Gabor and and whatnot. No, I'm talking rescue rangers. We got Gadget. We got Zipper. We got Monty. Obviously, Chippendale. Yeah, I get them all confused because there's rescue rangers, but there's also Tailspin. I'm gonna have to and- stick a clip in from the theme song of that because it's the best theme song <laughs> of all time. It's so good. And there's Darkwing Duck, and there is just ever there's a lot of stuff. Some good good Disney cartoons. There there is. Uh, you know what you know what song I really like is the and everybody loves this song, the Moon Level from Rescue Rangers. Or is it oh no, is it DuckTales? It's the Moon Level from DuckTales. Yep. I yeah. think we've used that as an intro to the video games section before. 
I, I'm almost positive we have. I'm, uh-huh. I'm almost positive we have. Uh, all right, cool. So that's uh, you can go watch that. And then next up, we've got the trailer for The Shrink Next Door. Yeah, so this is an Apple Plus series that's based on a podcast by the, of the same name. Uh, the description of this is the bizarre relationship between psychiatrist and his longtime patient. I listened to this podcast like a, a year or two ago, and it was extremely weird and really, really interesting. So I'm pretty excited about this. And this, this show has a good cast. It really does have a good cast. I mean, it's got Paul Rudd in it. How can it not be good? He's the best, obviously. Will Ferrell and Katherine Hahn are also in it. Casey Wilson. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of great people. Catherine Hahn, great. Uh, is this the uh, Will Ferrell making the age-old turn from comedies to dramas? Well, Will Ferrell has done a, his share of dramas already at this point. Oh, he, he has? Did, he did Everything Must Go, which was very, very good. And he did Stranger Than Fiction, which I would say is more drama than comedy. Um, he's done some, some, some drama. He's pretty good at it, but all... Comedy actors, to me, are better drama actors than people who only do drama. I don't know that I've seen any of the movies that you named. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Dram- dramedies. Uh, so this uh, this, lo- this looks good. The acting in this looks great, obviously. I think it's, it's probably going to be good. Yeah, this, this psychiatrist was really weird. So this is going to yeah. be great to watch Paul Rudd be him. I don't want to say anything about the podcast because it'll spoiler it. Yeah, don't don't spoiler it. Uh, all right, the next up we have a trailer for Heist. Yes, so this is a Netflix. I think it's a movie. I don't think it's a series, but uh, I couldn't find an IMDb page for it because the mm. the title is too generic. So I can't tell you yeah. if it's a movie <laughs> or a series. But uh, it it's based on three real heists and and it looks like they're interviewing the people from these heists but it might be dramatized i'm not sure and then they do dramatized versions of those heists while they're interviewing them and the interview part might be actors too i I don't know but uh these three heists are are supposedly real and they're just doing a version of them on here and the trailer reminded me of the movie logan lucky with daniel craig yeah this looks like it could be interesting um I don't know that I watch too many of these drum dramatized documentaries, uh, but the ones I have seen on Netflix have been done pretty well. I think that this is a movie in the style of a documentary. I don't know. It's really hard to tell from this trailer, but it yeah. does have that thing where the, the people playing the people are way more attractive looking celebrities than the people talking. So it's sort of yeah. the poster child for that meme, <laughs> you know, when they show the real person <laughs> at the end of the movie. Yeah, it is absolutely that. Absolutely. You're exactly right. Um, all right, so moving on, we got a trailer for Monsters at Work. This is a Disney Plus series. Yeah, this is a series based on Monsters, Inc., and the, the pretty much the cast is returning because uh, Billy Crystal and uh, John Goodman are coming back as their characters. I have never seen Monsters, Inc. I kind of can't believe that how have you never seen monsters inc i don't know i just never have i saw one scene of it and i the scene i happened to see was the one with cliff from cheers as the abominable snowman you've you've never so back when that movie came out we were all just staring at sully's hair 
the way they animated his hair. It was incredible at the time. I wasn't staring at that guy's hair. No, you, because you didn't see it. Nope. But it looks like John Ratzenberger is returning in uh, Monsters at Work as the Yeti, uh, according to IMDb. But this is like a, a guy comes, it's, it's set after, okay, I'll just read this. It's set six months after the Monsters, Inc. film about the monsters getting their energy from children's laughs instead of their screams. So this guy shows up to be a monster and scare people and they're like, we don't do that anymore. Uh, we, we're funny now. And he's like, okay. And then they send him to be trained. Yeah, to like be like to be like a building manager at the facility. Right, because he's too scary or something. Yeah. This uh, this also has the secretary lady in it. Yeah, the my gonzalski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good impression of her. I think so. Uh, anyway. I felt like in the second episode of Loki, the 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 it's classified lady <laughs> yeah. was it was like fashioned after that Mike Wazowski lady. Totally, yeah, yeah. That's classified. <laughs> uh, funny, good, funny, good. This is uh, this looks like it'll be fun to watch with the kids. This monsters at work. Probably, I've never seen. Maybe I should watch Monsters Inc. It's on Disney Plus. Is it good? Oh, it's great. Uh, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, it's great. Billy Crystal is a great voice actor. I love Billy Crystal as a voice actor. Yeah, and John Goodman's impossible to beat. So, well, yeah, he's when has he ever missed? Yeah, never, never. Uh, all right, so then next up we have how I became a superhero. I was gonna skip this, but then I just wanted you to see how great values powersy it was. <laughs> it is definitely that, but even more specifically, Nick. This is just a French version of the Jamie Foxx movie, Project Power. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much the same plot. It says, Superheroes are perfectly assimilated within society and want to be famous at all costs. A drug that gives superpowers to mere mortals is spreading all over town. Same as that movie with Jamie Foxx. Yep. Uh, Lieutenants Moreau and Schaltzman are investigating the case with the support of two ex-superheroes, Monte Carlo and Callista. They'll do whatever it takes to dismantle the traffic. So, yeah, that's this. It it French power without Jamie Fox. Yeah, it. I mean, it looks like the special effects in this are fine, but it's we we don't want great values powers anymore. No, no I don't. I I don't like off-brand superheroes. I just don't. No, and, and I watched the entire Jupiter's Legacy for naught. For yeah. not. I warned you. I warned you. It's Mark Millar. Well, you you did. You did. And did I listen to you? Nope. And now and look, look at it. Yeah, look where it got me, Nick. Eight hours of your life. That's right. Yeah. That's I a whole night get... of sleep. It is. I, I could have been asleep here. I could have been asleep. <laughs> uh, all right. So enough of that. Uh, the eighth trailer that we've got here is for, oh, yes. This is for Wellington Paranormal. Yes, I've been waiting two years for this to be on some sort of American thing. Uh, the plot of this is Sergeant Maka and Officer or Sergeant Maka and Officers Minogue and O'Leary are members of the Wellington, New Zealand Police. Their job is to investigate paranormal phenomena. This takes place in the What We Do in the Shadows world. These yep. are the police from What We Do in the Shadows, and just they're going around Wellington. Obviously, there's all kinds of monsters in What We Do in the Shadows. And ghosts. And ghosts and all this goofy stuff. Like, in the movie, they they call the police and they just hypnotize them into thinking things are normal. So, 
But these guys aren't going to always be dealing with the vampires, so. This looks like the New Zealand comedy that you want. It's fun. It's going to be hilarious. I can't, I cannot wait for this either, man. And it's it's premiering uh, July 11th. And I believe if you don't have HBO, it's going to be on CW because uh, Warner Brothers owns that. And it's going to also be on HBO Max. Okay, yeah. I in this At the end of this trailer, they only mentioned, I think, CW. And I was like, why is this coming out on CW? I think it's going to be on HBO as well. I think I saw that somewhere else. That, that's good. I'd ra- Yeah, I'd, that's where I'll watch it is HBO. Is this coming out in July? Yeah, July 11th, it says. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for this. This is going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait. I've been waiting so long for this. Yeah. All right, the last uh, movie TV... Uh, or t- movie or TV trailer that we have here is for Pig, starring one Nicholas. Is Cage. he here? Did he, is he joining us tonight? Hey, hey hold on a second. I, I see something here. It looks like okay. he's in. He's in here. What's that? Oh, what's that? Oh, hey, hi Ben. It's me, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh wow, Nick. Hey guys, I haven't seen. I haven't heard from you in a while. You haven't been on the show in a while, man. Uh, that's right, Ben. I've been downstairs in the basement. Uh. This is a weird house. The the entry to the basement's in the garage. Sometimes I get locked out there, you know? I have to eat trash like a raccoon. Oh, that, that doesn't surprise you. That does seem like something that you would do. Yeah, he's uh, he's been, you know, eating all of our garbage in the garage. I thought there was raccoons, but it was Nick Cage. It hey, was Nick Cage. you didn't make it any easier on me, you know? Uh, you, you eat all the pizza. Everybody, like, throws the crusts away. I had to scrounge for scraps. Nick, when I was a kid, I used to eat the pizza just to get to the crust, to be able to eat the crust. That's really weird, Ben. Uh, you might need some sort of, like, electroshock therapy to get rid of that or something like that. Hi, I'm Nicholas Cage. I- I'm going to talk about my movie if you don't mind, Ben. Uh, this movie's called Pig. <laughs> it's a great name. A truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregonian wilderness must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped. He's breathing on my neck. He's like really close to the mic and everything. <laughs> I, uh, for some reason, I thought it, this was in France, but I just, I just like associate truffle pigs with France. Portland is the France of the United States, Ben. Everybody knows that. It's not New Orleans. Don't don't at me. <laughs> well, I, thanks for clearing that up, Nick, and, and thanks for coming on the show. We we uh, you, this movie, the movie looks great. Yeah, just let me get let me get. He's in the way. Come on, be cool, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> this is my podcast too. Uh, boy, we really should uh, have videotaped this this episode. Why is that, Ben? So you can put it on YouTube, Nick. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Maybe I'll post a, a photo in the uh, <laughs> for the episode thing of what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. So I, I I really dig your truffle pig movie. Looks good, and uh, hope you. Uh, what do you What do you spend your money on again, Nick? Well, I, I, a couple things. I bought a haunted house, Ben. There's a famous haunted house in Louisiana. Uh, I bought a T Rex skull that I had to return from the to the country of origin. Because it was stolen, Ben. Can you believe that? Uh, I had a, like a bunch of Action Comics number ones. Those also got stolen. Uh, pretty much just spend my money as I make it. But you know, oh, I already bought my tombstone though. That's also in Louisiana. I don't think I'm from there, but I do a lot of stuff there, Ben. 
Good to know. I'm I'm happy to know it. Yeah. Uh, you can go back in the basement now, Nick Cage, and stop like leaning over me and breathing garbage breath on my neck. <laughs> Raccoon garbage breath. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage and his raccoon garbage garbage breath. Uh, that's good. All right, folks. Well, that's, that does it for all the new, new trailers. And uh, that brings us to how to get in touch with us. Yeah. If you wanted to answer the questions times, you can email us like Kevin will do at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast where you can see a photo that I, I will take of me and Nicholas Cage, who's here in the room with me. And I'm not joking. I will post that as the episode title and you or photo and you will see that he is here. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at under at trailer underscore blazers, but you know why? Why bother? I don't look at it. Uh, you can feel generous and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave us a five star rating, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. You know why, folks? If you listen, Quick Mickey's a man of science. Everybody knows this, and Quick Mickey knows about cause and effect. Okay. So if you leave a five-star rating, and many of you do this, that'll bump us up in the ratings on Apple Podcasts. And if we do that, then we can finally get a little bit of mattress money, or a little bit of uh, Build It Beautiful money, stuff like that. And if that is the case, and we get that, then we're going to reinvest it into the show, okay? Well, you might say, Quick Mickey, what does that look like? Well, I'll tell you, folks. It looks like Quick Mickey buying a truffle pig, baby. And we're going to hunt for Alabama truffles because that's where I'm from. But then I'll put him on a plane or maybe some type of a truck. We're going to go up to Wisconsin. And we're going to find the Wisconsinite truffles. And you thought might say, well, they're not any up there, Quick Mickey. Well, you don't know that. You ever taken a truffle pig up to Wisconsin? Bet you haven't. Okay, don't speak about stuff you don't know about, and that is a tip. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. Uh, For the trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and Nicholas Cage is right behind me. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a rescue at Down Under. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the vid Yo Games. One quarter portion. Three quarter portions. Uh, you said it wrong, Alien Man. Sixty portions. From whatever that planet. What planet is it again? Uh, Jakku. Jakku. Yeah. Uh, you, this is the video game's three quarters portion of the show. Yeah. Two, uh, at least two quarters. At least two, because I didn't play anything. As, as per usual, so my play play something is a little short this week. That's okay. All I did was play Forza 7, but I will say, I will say, I bought in-game the 2020 uh, Porsche 718 Cayman GT4, and it might be my favorite car I've driven in the game yet. Um, it's fast. It's sticky. It's grippy. It's balanced. It is the total package. I smoked the competition, and I took it, my first run with it was at Watkins Glen, which is a racetrack in New York. I love, I have fallen in love with that racetrack. 
I love Watkins Glen. So it was a nice combo. What can I say? It was a fun time. I well, had a good time. Hopefully one day you'll get to go to Watto's Glen and race pod, pod racers. <laughs> Whatever you Watto's were just talking Glen. about. I wasn't listening. No, that's okay. <laughs> Watto's Glen pod racing. I would, I would pay money to do that. I'll tell you. Um, all right, so that's so. Let's talk about. We only have uh, we, all of this is news. I'm not, we have industry news. I don't know why I put news on here. Uh, I put Starfield's coming out. Yeah, it has a release date. That's that's news. We'll talk about Starfield. that later. We'll talk about that later. So let's get right into it, folks. We have a bunch of trailers, a bunch of video game trailers to talk about, and we're gonna start it off with Guardians of the Galaxy. So Square Enix started off strong with this like really long demo of guardians of the galaxy which is a separate game than the avengers that they made it's a t- totally separate game i thought they were going to do it like a expansion or just a dlc or something nope That's it's what a full I game full game guardians okay. of the galaxy it's a rpg as well so like, yeah it's an rpg you control star lord but you have to make choices like a bioware game or something like that or telltale or whatever but it plays as a third person. It's basically was designed specifically for me. Uh, when I was watching this, Steph texted me and said, "I think they made this game for you." <laughs> I have heard people relate it to um, to Mass Effect. Yeah, it has that. It looks like it plays like that because you have the party with you. The other guardians are with you. You can have them do stuff. You're playing as the main the main character. So, yeah, it looks like Mass Effect. You make choices. Sometimes you your choices affect your alliances with people. Like people can get mad at you. It just looks really good. Yeah. Um, let me give a let me give you one hot take on this, and this is actually a hot take on Guardians of the Galaxy in general. Um, I don't know that we have yet to see anybody voice Rocket Raccoon the way I imagine him to be. Well, how do you imagine him? Um, I don't, I don't have an idea in my mind. I just don't think that this voice actor was right. And I don't think Bradley Cooper was right. That's a hot take. Sorry. I like Bradley Cooper's Rocket. I'm trying to remember who Rocket was in the, uh, Ultimate Alliance. He was somebody that I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't remember either. It didn't stick, it didn't stick out to me. Yeah, I, I'll stand by, uh, Bradley Cooper's Rocket because one of his lines is one of my favorite lines in all of Marvel and I say it almost every day which is that is also true which is now how i say that that line in real life in real life yeah it comes up a lot because a lot of people make good points and i have to seed those points so this uh this does look pretty good here um i wonder if it will play like control wise similar to avengers it'll probably be somewhat like that although you're only controlling star lord I feel like it's going to play sort of Mass Effect D or something like that, you know? Like Mass Effect 2 it looks like. Yeah. Do you wish you could play as the other characters? No, I don't want to switch around. I I like that in the Avengers game, but it is overwhelming to have to keep all of that straight. And if this is also an RPG, I only want to manage one person. Yeah. Yeah. It did use I Need a Hero in the trailer, much like he did last week. Yes, this is the new trailer trend. Uh, because I Need a Hero was also in uh, Guardians or, or uh, Loki. Loki, the latest. Episode. Yeah, yeah. So that's three uses of I Need a Hero in one week. In one week, yeah, pretty crazy. So okay, so that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Then we have a trail. Oh yeah, buddy, we have a trailer, a gameplay trailer of Battlefield 2042. 
Give it to us, Precious. Give it. Gives it to us. This game is cuckoo bananas. It there's so much going on on the screen at the same time. Like this, this works like PUBG, right? Um, it's not. No, it doesn't. It's just a big old arena. They they don't have the enclosing space. Are you sure? Because that sandstorm looked like it was closing the city off, like like a PUBG closing the arena down. Well, I will say Battlefield does have various game modes, and the PUBG game mode might be a type of game mode, yeah. Okay, I bet it has that, and I bet that's what that sandstorm is. Maybe so. I mean, it is it is objective-based. Like, So they, they have various uh, flags that you have to stand next to to sort of capture them. It's not capture the flag. I mean, they do have capture the flag uh, or, you know, destroy the crate or whatever it is, but... Um, this is, you know, it's 128 players, and there's one shot where they're flying on a helicopter, and you just see so many people on that on that battlefield. Yeah, it truly looks like a real war. Because what did it say? Up to 138 people or something? On 128. 128 On people? PC. That's yeah. so insane. That's so cool. I mean, it does oh, look so fun. Cool. I've never played one of these games, but it looks fun. And I, I would be killed. I would be the first one killed every time, so I'm not going to play this but it does look like if you're even moderately good at stuff that it would be really fun see here's where battlefield is different than like say a call of duty or a twitch shooter um it is squad based okay so it is you run with usually a team of four and even if you're one of those people who gets killed a lot your teammates can run over to you and revive you instantly oh okay like they they usually like stick a syringe in you and you pop right back up. And so, you know, if you're running around by yourself, yeah, you're probably going to get killed a lot because there's going to be squads of people shooting at you or whatever. But also you can get in vehicles. And so if you get in a tank, you're not going to die instantly uh, a lot of the time. Uh, so I would say this might be, you might actually like, well, it's first person, so you might not. But uh, I can if deal you run with, with first squad, person for multiplayer. Like I played Overwatch okay. a lot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, in this you run with a squad, so it might you might like it. It's just really dynamic because you're you're this and you're going to be wingsuiting. You're going to be in vehicles. I, I prefer vehicles. I like to be in a vehicle at all times. That's that wingsuit look fun. And I want to do the wingsuit all the time. So I I am I I am counting down the days till this comes out. I want this so hard. It does look pretty fun. It looks crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then we have a trailer uh, next up for Marvel's Avengers: War for Wakanda. This is a story trailer. Yeah, so this is is DLC is sort of the wrong word because you get this without buying it, like it just comes with the game. So mm-hmm. it's more just like timed expansions, really. So I need to really log back into this game and play some of those because I I played the main storyline, but I haven't played any of the the side story, the side mission ones, and I probably yeah. forgot how to do all the controls by now. <laughs> You have no memory of this place. Yeah, exactly. This looks really cool. I really like the Black Panther suit in this. He looks really buff. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of MCU based because he's got like the purple energy running through it. Everything is like, when they make these games, they take little bits from all of the other stuff and they combine it and then you get new versions that are reminiscent of all the other stuff. Yeah. To me, I think Black Panther would be a fun character to control if they do the 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 movement and the traversal stuff really nice it could be really fun the all the other ones that i played i really like the how they did the individual styles because they all feel very very different when you're playing them and some to to a point where i can't even i can't do anything with widow she's too fast and jumpy like i suck at widow 
but I'm really good at Thor, and it's the opposite for my cousin, who's really good at Widow and and not as good as as Thor. That's interesting. I like that. You get a little variety. Good game. Good DLC. Good, good. All right. So then next we have a trailer for Hitman Sniper: The Shadows. This is like a team of hitmen, not the regular hitman. Yeah. Um. I, your note is kind of how I feel as well. What's your note here? I just put these games have always been on the edge of me playing them, but I've never committed to it. Like, I, this, this seems like it's on the periphery of what I'm interested in. Third person stealth. Yeah. So I always hear something about how the controls are weird or... Yeah. I played a demo one time and the controls are weird. It's it's like Splinter Cell. You pick up the control. You're like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is intuitive. It's very intuitive and natural. Yeah. Hitman is not that. <laughs> yeah, and now I just want Splinter Cell. That's all I want. This this made me want Splinter Cell. Uh, or, you know, you might say, well, Ghost Re- what about Ghost Recon? Eh, go- I like Ghost Recon. I didn't really like the the newest one where you're like open world. But um, but yeah, multi- I want like a co-op Splinter Cell. Like, you know, Chaos Theory had the co-op missions? Yes. That's what I want. Yes. I want I want that as well. Give us a remake of Chaos Theory. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, just or a new Splinter Cell that's like the old Splinter Cells, but new. Yeah. Not yeah. like Splinter it, Cell 5. What was it called? Blacklist? No, that was the sixth one. That was a good one. That was the that was, that was the one that was like the old ones. Four was Double Agent, and that was too hard. And five was the was like a season of 24. It wasn't like Splinter Cell at all. Like you, uh, I hated that one so much. I don't really even remember that one. Yeah, I've blocked the title. I can't think of the title. Yeah. Rogue yeah, Agent or something? I don't know. Robot Voice? It was called Conviction. Uh, all right, so that's coming out. Who, who cares? Uh, then, oh, here we go. So we have a teaser for Starfield, folks. The next uh, Bethesda game. And, uh, man, it looks, it looks good. It looks real good. This and the Guardians of the Galaxy are the two games that are on my radar right now like i i haven't had any games on my radar for a long time and since cyberpunk and, and cyberpunk came up and it, it wasn't any good but th- now i have games on my radar again and this yeah. one is looks so cool i i want it to be good yeah this, so this is made with their creation engine 2 and this engine looks amazing it looks awesome now i will say that being bethesda I, I can predict the future a little here. When it comes out, there will be some glitches. Some will be more severe than others for other people. And there will yeah. be 47 articles titled, Bethesda's Starfield is unplayable? <laughs> there will be 85 million uh, tweets about that. And it will be way overblown than when, what the truth actually is, where there's a couple glitches yeah. that will be patched out in a couple months. Yep, yep, I think you're exactly right. Now, they have described this game as Skyrim in space, and what there's nothing sounds better than that. Nothing. Uh, I like sci-fi a billion times more than I like fantasy, so being able to do a sci-fi version of Skyrim is much more appealing to me than Skyrim actually is itself. Yeah, now the, the only... Uh, the only caveat here is that this is exclusive to Xbox and I think probably Windows 10. Yeah, it is Microsoft. Microsoft owns Bethesda now. 
I was going to get an Xbox, one of the new ones. I So that doesn't affect me in any way. Uh, I haven't been able to get one yet. It's, it's hard to get as the PlayStation, pretty much, at this point. But I'm hoping by the time that Starfield comes out, they're more accessible. Yeah. I was thinking, like, if my computer will not run this game, should I upgrade my computer or should I buy just buy an Xbox Series whatever? Series X, is that what it's called? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the question in my... I think my computer will probably be able to run this. Unless they they only want it on Xbox for a while to uh, boost sales of that, then you'll have to get an Xbox. I will, because they, they will get me. They will get me. I will have to play this. Can't wait to hear all the PC people uh, act like they don't want to play it because it's not... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to play that. Oh, I don't want to play PC. Whiny. <laughs> so we'll see what happens but yeah i mean you know if you're a playstation only person i guess you're probably up say it no they're they're gonna act like they don't want to play it that's what all gamers do and this is my platform so i can make fun of you for once i don't have to listen to any talk back from any pc people or or playstation only peoples i can just say stuff unmolested Listen, we don't we we really do not get controversial on this show. We we don't feel a need to. Yeah. And we don't feel like a need to to bring others down, but but I will I will um throw the gaming community uh onto the grill. Yeah, I think most reasonable people will do that. Uh cuz it cuz you know there's like six things that I hate and entitlement is one of them and you're talking about one of the most entitled group of individuals on the planet mm-hmm. they are very entitled yeah so don't care about you sorry i don't think we have any hardcore gamer people that would get mad at us for this listening no i think we have reasonable people that play games yes. that's what i think we have on the that listen to the show so all right so that's starfield so we we are uh waiting for that i think it comes out next year i think right yeah november uh next year Okay, so so if we find out that it's just Xbox exclusive for a while, that's a little bit of time for us to maybe procure one. And also for them to work out the bugs that will exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, all right, so the next up we have a trailer. It's a This is uh, for Redfall, and it's a cinematic trailer. Yeah, this looks to be a sort of uh, Left 4 Dead type game, only instead yeah. of zombies, it's vampires. Yeah, with magic and there's magic powers. The 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 lead vampire in this trailer, or the main vampire in the trailer, looks like a K-pop Morbius. <laughs> it, it, it very stylized for sure, and, and and I think everybody has big hands in this. Did it look like everybody has even the like the humans? It's very cartoony, but they they have like big gloves, I think, but their faces mm. are like hyper real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this this could be fun. This could be like a little yeah, like a little uh, magical powers left for dead uh-huh. with vampires. I'll never play it because like... it looks like you have to play online with people to do it. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, this is uh, this this is Bethesda. Is this? Oh no, is this is this Ubisoft or Bethesda? Uh, not Bethesda. I don't think. That's anyway. oh, not okay. I don't know. I don't know though. I don't. Yeah, remember. I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, I was like, this has potential, but I didn't pay like super close attention to it, really. What do you want information on this information podcast? 
<laughs> look it up yourself. Go. We got you. We got you the link to the trailer. What? What more do you want from it? Huh? <laughs> I listened to a news podcast and it told me to Google it itself. <laughs> Google it myself. Um, all right. So then the next trailer we got here is Forza Horizon Five. And guys, this this might have some of the best graphics I've ever seen. Yeah, this is insane. Car games have to have good graphics. That's the thing that they do. Like car games and sports games, they have to have good graphics. That's their job. Yeah. That's their <laughs> good graphics are law. Mm-hmm. The the lighting in this game, there is a shot where it's like um, this stream in this like small canyon, and there's like trees and stuff. And I'm telling you, it looks real. It looks it looked photorealistic. It does. Also, the lighting on the lightning. Yes. It looks so good, and there's a bunch of different game types in this game. So, like, you can play, like, soccer and stuff, or I don't know. It's like there's a lot of games that you play in this. It looks really cool. I would definitely would drive this in VR. This, I I can't tell you how sick I would get within maybe 10 seconds of playing this game in VR. I want to try it, and, and I will one day, I'm sure. And, and, you, and you will, good sir. So Forza Horizon 5 looks good. I will probably end up getting this. Um, it's a little bit more arcadey than your regular Forza, but it looks fun. That looks more appealing to me, like the arcadiness. Yeah, I think I think it's probably. Ha- I think the Horizon series has more mass appeal than the regular Forza series. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I can tell you that it does from my sort of quasi desire to play this one over any other one I've seen. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's probably going to be a purchase for me. Uh, then we have a trailer for Metroid Dread. This is a 2D Metroid, folks. Yes, I've never played Metroid. I didn't play a lot of old classic games. Just I didn't have access to a lot of them. Is Metroid very stressful? Because this looks stressful. You ever played a Castlevania game? No. Okay. It's a, it, you know, they call these games Metroidvanias. Um they they are forgiving. Um, so it's not like you have three lives and then that's it and you go back to the beginning. It's You have checkpoints and you get good at it. And uh, it, I don't find them stressful. You, I mean, I guess you could. Well, this one, you're running away from a, a robot. And it's like right behind you the whole time as you're jumping up and over these different boxes and whatnot. Yeah, they they kind of chose a weird clip to show because the majority of the game is not like that. Also, the player loses in the clip they show, which I thought was funny. They, yeah, for sure. Um, this is coming out for Switch. Uh, this could be something that I get. I, I really like Metroid. Good. I'm not going to play it, but good good on you. Yeah, I, you know, I realistically though, Nick, I'll probably never get around yeah, to this. Yeah, you're never going to play this um okay so something i am going to buy and this is another 2d game well it's actually 2.5d and it's a game called replaced this is the coolest looking game on this entire list i have never seen a 2d platformer look like this it's a cyberpunk 2d pixel art platformer a lot of blade runner references in this trailer yeah alone it looks yep. so cool the problem that i have though is how far back the action is set in the screen i i was squinting looking at the trailer and i was like if i play this i'll get a headache <laughs> you definitely don't want to play this on a small screen no and i would have to sit right up next to my 
screen to play it the way it is. Yeah. I would say if you have not seen the trailer or any footage from this game, go go, go watch it. It's it's kind of stunning the what they've done with the art direction in this. This is the one where we sometimes are like, you have to watch this trailer even if you aren't really interested in the in playing the game or you don't yeah. play video games. Like every once in a while, we we demand you watch a specific trailer. This yeah. is that one. Like you should watch this. It looks cool. I might get this just to have it. <laughs> This, you know, Nick, this might be a good candidate for you watching someone do a playthrough on YouTube. Yeah, there's definitely, I definitely want to take in this game in a way, some way. Yeah. This is, seems like a game that comes around once every generation or a couple years or something. Like, it's a very unique game. Uh, you're Luckily. talking me into it. I Maybe I'll try and play this. I'll just sit next to my TV. <laughs> Yeah, so go check this out. It's called Replaced. Uh, you'll find it. It's it, I think it, I don't know how popular it was at, at E3, but uh, it, it definitely stood out to me. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Then we have what, what might be the greatest video game trailer of all time, Nick. In my opinion, this is the best video game trailer I've ever seen. This is The Outer Worlds 2. And boy, did they go for the meta. Oh man, it is about as meta as you can get. It is it is about as self-aware as you can get on a video game trailer. I am going to put some clips from that in here just so you can enjoy some of the things. This is another one where I recommend going in and watching it. It's it's literally perfect. Uh and it makes me want to play the game. So Also it, it mentioned the Inception Bwomp, the the Bwomp. <laughs> enjoy a medley of clips from that right now. Nick decided just to just put the whole thing here. We begin by hearing an old, wise-sounding voice. And we see a quiet, peaceful setting. This will make our game seem big and important. Now, something must break the serenity. Will this creature be in the game? No, say goodbye to it forever. Suddenly, and for no reason, people running. These pointless slow-motion shots make everything seem cool and should bolster pre-sale numbers. That wah sound can mean only one thing. We must gaze over an epic shot of a world, and there should be lens flares. Now we see our hero, but only their silhouette, because the developers haven't finished the design, or finished the story, or finished any gameplay that's actually ready to show. In fact, the only thing they have finished is the title. Yeah, it's crazy to me, because I feel like the Outer Worlds just came out and so there how do they already have the second one yeah jess said that that the first the first game felt a little empty to her because she was playing it for a while and she said that this is the kind of game where the sequel is almost always better okay i may jump into the second one straight away instead of going back to the first one i think that's probably fine yeah yeah that's and they'll, they'll probably catch up to speed and all that on the world and all that yes and all that 
Um, then we have a very strange trailer, uh, to me, a very strange trailer, um, and it's Rainbow Six Extraction. This is so we, weird. We talked about it a little bit. We touched on it last week, didn't we? Yeah, so we were tr- we were trying to figure out what was going on, because with this trailer, we had been t- discussing the fact that Rainbow Six was usually a, uh, a very grounded game, and that this one was sci-fi. Like, it looks like they're fighting Venom, or like some sort of like alien goo monster thing. And we, yeah. we had asked for information about this, and we received some, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read that. So my cousin uh, sent me this text, and he said, The Rainbow Six game was originally called Quarantine and was about a plague outbreak. It was going to release last year, but for obvious reasons, Ubisoft backed away. They retooled it in the past year to be a little less on the nose. They wanted it to be more ridiculous to separate it from the current real plague as much as possible. I remember when the lockdown started happening at the same time marketing for this game was starting to kick off. And one of the podcast hosts I listened to was like, so there's a 0% chance this version of this game gets released, right? And it was delayed the next day. If I remember right, the original game's plague was vaguely zombie-ish, like the rage virus, so it would have been slightly more grounded. But I'm not sure about that one. Rainbow Six isn't something I follow closely. So uh, that seems to confirm what we were thinking, that it wasn't normal. Yeah, so th- this is basically the Mario Brothers 2 of Rainbow Six games. What happened with Mario Brothers 2? So Mario Brothers 2 is actually a game called Doki Doki Panic. And for the U.S. audience, they were like, this is not going to sell. We're going to slap the Mario Brothers characters onto this game. We're just going to put them in that world. And we're going to call it Mario Brothers 2. So it's it's really not Mario Brothers 2. It's really Doki Doki Panic. Huh. Well, this is Doki Rainbow Six Doki Doki Panic versus Venom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. So if this, I don't know. I don't know that I'm really interested in this. No, I'm not either. The, I, the most I was interested in was trying to figure out if the voice actress of the main character was Lauren Tom from Futurama. Uh, she's Amy on Futurama. She did yeah. a character in, in Ghost of Tsushima as well, and I forgot to look it up, so I'm going to do it live on the air. Rainbow Six. What's it called? Extraction? Yeah. Extraction. I still haven't played Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, you got to do that. Okay, I, I can't find it. This is weird, so I'm going to stop looking. But it sounds like Lauren Tom from Futurama. A lot of video games are like this nowadays, I feel like, with these plague zombie things and just shooting hordes of zombies. Yeah, this this seems to be a trend. Zombies are, like, coming back or something. Or they just won't leave more like it. <laughs> That's probably how it feels in a regular zombie apocalypse. God, they're just always around. They just won't leave. <laughs> they just won't die. <laughs> That's what's or going re-die. on here, yeah. Why won't you just re-die? Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for a game that I'm probably going to buy day one on Stadia, and it is called Riders Republic. It's a UV, uh, Ubisoft game. So when this game started, I was I had zero percent interest in it, and as the trailer progressed, I became more and more enamored with it. By the end, where I was like, oh, I really want to actually do. This. I want to play this game. <laughs> yeah. So this is an extreme sports game. It's like downhill mountain biking and snowboarding and wingsuit diving and uh, jet wing flying and uh, a lot of, I mean, just so many cool things. It looks so fun. Yeah. At the beginning, I was like, oh, cool. A snowboard game for me to not be good at and go too slow and like (laughs) hit a 
stick and fall off of it like oh fun and all of a sudden they're like jumping off cliffs and wingsuits and there's jetpacks involved and all this stuff and i by the end they had me yeah this is i'm gonna buy this day one on stadia can't wait looks really fun this is my type of game i love this type of game it's a fun game uh fun game um next up we have a trailer for avatar frontiers of pandora this came out of nowhere this trailer is an energy vampire like what we do in the shadows like the movie avatar uh, I watched this trailer and I, I just felt immediately like tired and drained of energy. I was just like, Avatar makes me so tired because it was so long and it was so bad. I'm sorry if you like that movie, but it just really sucked my life out when I was watching it. <laughs> I like Avatar. Ugh. I'm not like passionate about it, but I, I own it on Blu-ray. Mm. I, I've, that was one of the times where I was in the theater and I was like, I wish I could leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. No, I was with a big group. Uh, um, so this is a... I don't know if this was cinematic or in-game. It's very pretty. Don't you agree? It's very. It was very pretty. Yeah, it showed the one part from the movie that I enjoyed, which was like at night with all the weird glowy things flying around. So I did enjoy that and the aesthetics of it, but just like... It's so ham-fisted. It's obvious metaphor. I don't like it. I really dislike this universe. <laughs> this um I, i've never done the ride i want to do the ride yeah that would be that cool i would do that a real life yeah. experience of this would be cool oh yeah i don't know what this game is though this is i don't know if this is a first person game third person i don't know what this is i think it's probably a third person shooter probably so so this uh, i don't know who made this or why it was made but it's it's it exists it's coming out yeah this this actually this might be cool in vr you know it could be cool could be cool in vr could make you sick yeah it could make you sick not me but lessers like you Uh, yeah (laughs) men of lesser stature so that exists uh then we have a trailer for advance wars one plus two reboot camp which is kind of a weird long name but uh, it is a re- remaster, or no, it's a remake. This is a remake of Advance Wars 1 and 2. What is that? Because to me, this just looked like a mobile game. Yeah, I can. if you'd never seen Advance Wars, this would look like a mobile game. So Advance Wars 1 was a game that came out on Game Boy Advance. And I remember playing it on my Game Boy Advance SP. Loved it. It's a turn-based strategy game, grid-based. It's so good. It's so fun. And uh, two is also good. Two, I think two came out on the um, the DS. Yes, the DS, and it was also really good. So this remake, um, the video does not make it look like graphically, visually, it does not look that great. But what I have heard is that people that actually played it um, say that it's it almost looks like claymation and then it presents a lot better when you're actually playing it on a switch it does seem like the perfect kind of game to just sit on your couch with a switch and play sort of absent absently while people are doing stuff around you it could be this is a perfect game to uh, play on a plane yeah yeah uh, um this is uh, i i love grid-based turn-based strat- strategy strategy games uh, strategy games, I love them, so this could be something I purchased for the Switch. Hmm. Well, I probably won't, cause, just because I don't have the connection to the original. But, yeah. you know, it looks like it could be fun. Yeah, but I, I do I do understand the uh, the criticism of it looking like a mobile game, for sure. Yeah. 
And the final trailer that we have here from E3 is Slime Rancher 2. I have to put this one on here because Slime Rancher is like Jess's favorite game ever. And Slime Rancher 2, like when this, she didn't know that this was going to be announced at E3 and had no no inclination that it would ever exist really. So once this trailer popped up and she recognized the music and like the, the art style, she just started like, <laughs> like, screaming kind of silently like in excitement like ah! <laughs> so she was like oh my god slime rancher so she was really really excited and it was very funny that's great so I, when this i saw this on the list and before i clicked on it i was like is it, this is a dragon quest game right it's not a dragon quest game <laughs> no it's a little it's like a chill out game where you just uh there's these different slime creatures on this island i think it's an island and you just sort of ranch them you like suck them up in like a gun and then squirt them back out. Yeah, you put them in these pens and there's different like little mini tasks you do with them. And I just, I remember, I've, it has a really chill soundtrack. So if she would be playing the first one, I would just sort of sit on the couch and like scroll through Instagram and like listen to the game because it, it was a bunch of fun little noises and like a good soundtrack. So it's a really good chill out game. But yeah, so she's excited about this. It kind of gave me almost like, um, minecraft vibes in that it's pretty chill but at night you have these nighttime slimes that that are trying to get you that is accurate yeah yeah so it is like it in that sense yes yeah so all right so that is uh basically all the cool stuff that we saw from e3 but uh, if there's something else that we missed that you like write into us and let us know maybe we'll talk about it next week yeah if you want us to specifically talk about an e3 trailer that we didn't just there was so many so this isn't a three-hour podcast, so we couldn't cover them all. No, uh, no. So just let us know if if you want us to circle back to something. So for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm Cuckoo Bananas. Happy Trailsers. And I am Nick Kelly, and I need a hero again. I'm holding on for a hero for a third time this week. Happy Trailsers. Megadon. is actually a game called Doki Doki Panic.